Life Audio. Where to turn for help in a mental health crisis. And psychiatrist Dr. Frank Minrith explains the challenges posed by schizophrenia. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. challenging times, depression, anxiety, addictions, and other mental health issues often lead to a crisis, and people wonder where to turn. From his years of clinical experience, therapist Brad Fairchild joins host Don Hawkins to talk about where to turn when you encounter a crisis of this kind. Where do I turn for help? I've got some scriptures I want us to look at. Uh, Hebrews 13, 5b, I will never leave you nor will I ever forsake you. And that's, uh, that's the heart of God. That's the heart of Jesus yes. Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so uh, one of the things, certainly, that we want to put forth and teach, and Don and I believe deeply, and Dr. Minerals believes deeply, is start with the Lord. Start by saying, okay, Lord, your word says you'll never leave me. Your word says you'll never forsake me. Maybe you feel left or forsaken. So I'm coming to you, Lord, first and foremost, and I'm saying, Lord, I need your help. And I'm really encouraged. I just love Joshua chapter 1. It's just yeah. beautiful. And Joshua chapter 1, uh, verse 9b, is, Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you mm. wherever you go. And I so love that. Wow, yeah. with you wherever you go. So yeah. even in the valley, even in your darkest hour, uh, even when it just seems like he's nowhere to be found, to cry out to him and say, Lord, I need you. I need help. I need direction. Now, he's oftentimes going to direct us to connect with people uh, because he created the system that way. He created us that way to need each other. And so in some of this stuff, and we're trying to be very practical, some of the stuff you'll hear and you go, well, of course. Well, yeah, but... We overlook the obvious, Brad. Exactly. Some people... Mm -hmm. That it's right in front of them, and like, well, where do I seek help? And I'm like, well, start with what's right in front of you, Yeah, literally. First of all, the Lord, but then uh, we have as number two is family. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. is there. And here's a question you have to ask yourself. 
is there a trustworthy family member yeah. that you can talk to? Now, there may be no. Yeah. You know, Your family may not be safe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I've got I've to learn and know to be wise and be discerning and look for a safe person mm-hmm. in my family. Maybe an aunt and uncle, maybe a distant somebody. And, and share with them, at least at some level, about the struggles. And people say, oh, I don't have to go into detail. You don't have to go into detail. You can tell people, you know, I'm feeling down a lot. I'm just really struggling. I need you to pray for me, you know, help me, talk to me, listen to me, whatever. That may or may not be extremely helpful. It may maybe all someone needs. Another source is friends. If, if my family's not safe or if I try with my family and nothing much is happening there, do you have some good, strong Christian friends, yeah. healthy people, safe people in your life? Do you know Do you know anybody that fits yeah. that category? Some people would say, well, no, I really don't. I don't, don't think I do. And Scripture addresses that subject because it tells us a friend loves at all times. Like a brother, is he born for adversity? Uh, that underscores both the family aspect, mentioning the brother, but also the fact that we need to have friends who love us, who care. And Ecclesiastes 4 reminds us that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. If the one falls, the other will help him. But woe to him who's alone when he falls and doesn't have anyone to help. Uh, we need those friends. Again, though, Brad, sometimes we're reluctant to reach out. And as you say, maybe uh, family is not a safe place to go. Maybe some of our friends are toxic. Uh, but surely there's at least somebody in our family or extended family and certainly somebody who's a friend that we can reach out to. And, and uh, so we just need to really take the initiative and do so. What's the fourth of these uh, places to seek help? Pastor. Yeah. We wanna, uh, and, and some may say, well, I don't know that I have a pastor. Well, is there any church that you have any kind of affiliation with or do you have a friend that goes to church Sometimes you can go that route if you don't have your own uh, person in your life that you could say, this is my pastor. But that's a, a good place, you know, to look for uh, prayer and scriptures that can be helpful. Sometimes they can have resources. Uh, sometimes they can help you discern whether you need uh, professional help or not, whether you yeah. need to take it further. So going to a pastor, and usually a pastor is a, a trusted person, someone yeah. that you can share your heart with. It's going to be confidential and they can pray with you, encourage you, listen to you, and that in and of itself can be powerful and helpful, obviously. Uh, pastors typically have wisdom. They care about people. They have a shepherd's heart, a pastor's heart. They can provide biblical counsel. They can pray with you and frequently can point you in the direction of additional help, resources, books to read, professional mm-hmm. help, all those kinds of things. And, Brad, the next level is one that we frequently talk about with Dr. Minrith. Yes, it is, and that is seeing a psychiatrist. And when it comes to people oftentimes say, well, I don't know if I need a psychiatrist or if I need a counselor. And either either one you start with, they can tell you. Most psychiatrists will encourage you to see a counselor. If you're yeah. needing, uh, uh, if you're thinking that you might need medication to help with the symptoms that you're struggling with, whether that be depression or anxiety or uh, manic with bipolar disorder or uh, out of touch with reality, psychosis, uh, then especially if you're dealing with some of those kinds of issues, then definitely want to consult with a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, just to define for people, Don, the difference between a a, a psychologist and counselor, they do the counseling, sit down with you, you know, 45, 50 minutes a, a session and talk with you about, what's going on with you, how you're doing, where you're at. A psychiatrist is a medical doctor who's prescribing medication. 
They're going to look at the symptoms you're experiencing, the depression, the anxiety, the loss of interest in activities, whatever those symptoms may be, and they're going to match you up with the right medications. And some people say, well, can I just go see my primary care physician? Well, you can, but we really encourage people to see a psychiatrist because psychiatrists deal with these type of issues day in and day out. They're much more uh, well-educated on those issues uh, and much more in tune to especially the finer nuances of medication or what medication combination may be best for you. Yeah. And, and again, we typically encourage people to find a board-certified psychiatrist. Uh, a board-certified psychiatrist typically has training in those medications. And um, while sometimes your local doctor can refer you or can prescribe for you, uh, it's good to get somebody who has a specialty and is trained in that area. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Schizophrenia doesn't affect everyone, but when it does, it impacts not only the individual, but the family as well. During our next segment of Encouragement for You, Christian psychiatrist Dr. Frank Minrith and host Don Hawkins provide insight and encouragement. Frank, first of all, what exactly is this mental disorder? You characterized it that way. There's certainly some symptoms that we look for. What would those be? Don, it's a disorder characterized by primary symptoms and secondary symptoms. With the primary symptoms, people may hear voices, uh, they may see things, and they may be paranoid or delusional, just confused, and they have social withdrawal. So they're out of touch with reality in one sense. Yeah, they are, especially at times in their life. They may come and go. And uh, the the secondary symptoms, think of the letter A. They have alogia, that's without words. They don't talk very much. Uh, 
think about a motivation. They're not very motivated. They, they, they withdraw into their own world. What a shame. What a shame for the body of Christ. Think about a social. That doesn't mean they're antisocial. It means without social. So they're not outgoing. They're not gregarious. Yeah. Withdrawing uh, to themselves, yeah. Yes. So they have what we call the A's of the, uh, of the of secondary symptoms of schizophrenia, flat affect. Mm. When, when you look at them, it's like they're there, but they're not quite there. We need to catch these people early, Don. Many times we can catch them early. We can make a world of difference. It's a progressive logical disorder that we can make a world of difference. There's new medicines today, Don. We're no longer in the world of Thorazine. Yeah. There's all kinds of fantastic drugs. They can lower dopamine in the limbic brain so people no longer hear voices. They can raise dopamine at the same time in the frontal lobe so they have more expression and they talk more. It's a new era. And there's great, great hope. What do you do, Frank, if you suspect that someone close to you, a loved one, uh, has schizophrenia? You get you get treatment early because there is deterioration in the brain. Their total brain volume is less. You get treatment early. Don, we think we can really slow that if we can catch it early. And so, but we must we must catch it early. And if not, then get treatment now. Wherever you are, get treatment. Intervene. Uh, if we can get more dopamine in that dorsolateral prefrontal cortex that controls cognition, uh, then they can think better. Sixty percent of schizophrenics have serious cognitive delays and yeah. problems. If we can get more dopamine in the ventrolateral nucleus of the, of the prefrontal cortex, then they have more expression. Yeah. If we can lower the dopamine in the limbic brain, then the paranoia, the voices, and the seeing things will, will abate. So it's, it's a new day. There's great, great tools, but get treatment early. And, Don, in the body of Christ, everyone is important. We need them in the body of Christ. Let's go to the phones. Our first call comes from Carla, listening in Columbia, South Carolina. Hi, Carla. Hi, how you doing? Just fine. Good to hear from you. Go ahead. Um, thank you for taking my call. And I'm going to try to be very brief on this. This has been going, an ongoing thing for eight, nine years with my boyfriend, whom I just married in December, so now we are husband and wife. Okay. He does have some kind of emotional disorder that I haven't been able to put my finger on yet. I've read every self-help book there is on the counter. We've been to every counselor you can possibly think of. On and off, he's taken antidepressants to try to fix this problem. But I'm not really sure I'd call it schizophrenic because he doesn't say that he hears voices, but he is a person with several different personalities. If you talk to anybody on the street, they will tell you, man, what a nice person, what a great Christian, gentle man this person is. He just couldn't be a nicer person. But when he's around close in with his loved ones and his family, and especially me, his wife, he is um, very selfish, very mean, very violent, very explosive temper. So he's a totally different person with the people that he loves. He's very insecure. He um, is a very needy person. So, and, and the one thing that really bothers me about him that, that makes me think there's something bigger going on here is he talks to himself. And he doesn't do this right when you can hear him. He'll walk into another room and he'll just carry on a conversation to himself. Now, I think all of this is, really totally bizarre but i mean at one level 
I mean, I I love him because he is that nice person. Yeah. But on the other hand, he's got this real ugly, dark side to him. Yeah. That he he doesn't really socially co- connect with people. He's really kind of antisocial. He sits back. He observes other people. He doesn't really join in on conversations. So with this double side of him, it really makes it hard on a relationship that could be real loving, but it's yeah. not. Carla, we're so glad you called us. And I know this has to be difficult for you and, and with you guys being married. Let's uh, get some encouragement from Dr. Minrith. Oh, Carla, I'm so appreciative of you calling. Uh, Carla, these, these diagnoses are hard to make. And, and what you might want to do is, is maybe, as far as trying to find out what the diagnosis is, if that's part of your question, two things might help you. One, probably the most widely accepted psychological test in the world is called the MMPI. It's got three built-in lie tests so people can't, like, can't lie their way through it. And it will usually pick up schizophrenia, paranoia, and things like that. They'll score real high on certain scales. The, the other one is, is visiting uh, a, a psychiatrist. Uh, I mean, they're trained in that stuff, and we go through all kinds of uh, vows, and plus we talk with them, and many times we can help clarify. When we look at people, we're looking at three things, Carla, four, maybe, maybe four or five things. One, are they psychotic? And by psychotic, we mean that they're out of touch with reality. And it could be schizophrenia, it could be a severe bipolar. There are different kinds of psychosis. It could even be a paranoid personality disorder. Could it be multiple personality disorder? Well, that, that would be a little different category. But one thing is, is, are they psychotic? Number two is, do they have a personality, personality disorder? I mean, some people just get mad and it has to do with their personality. And they're making choices as well, but a personality disorder, for example, a paranoid personality disorder often gets real mad a lot. Uh, number three, do they have some kind of psychosomatic disorder, migraines, other kind of psychosomatic? Four, is it some kind of anxiety disorder, like depression, depressive anxiety disorder, generalized anxiety disorder? And then number five, is it some other kind of disorder, eating disorder, ADHD, etc. You probably need to start with someone that really knows how to evaluate people and give you something to sort of latch on to. The psychiatrist might be worth debating because, or thinking about because if there's something medical there, and many times with anger, and again, there's a huge choice element. Christ can make a world of difference. Yeah. But with that medical dimension, if it's bipolar or paranoia, then medicine can help. So, Carla, you might want to start with an evaluation of Ph.D. psychologist or M.D. psychiatrist. And, Carla, one of the things that I want to encourage you with is the the fact that strength and hope and encouragement uh, needs to be available to you through your local church. It's important uh, that you let them come alongside you and support you and pray for you and that you have especially some of those dear godly older ladies in your church who can care for you and encourage you. Well, when those hard times come. Frank, would you lead us in prayer for Carla and for her husband? Father, it's so good to hear from Carla, Lord, and she loves you, and she loves her dear husband, Lord. And I pray you help her, help them to find out what's going on. And more important, Lord, just help them in the body of Christ, Lord. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Carla, one of the things that I would ask you, too, is has your husband trusted Christ as his personal Savior? He does very much. He has a very 
good spiritual background, very good Christian person. Yes, he does. That's very important because when we have the Spirit of God within us, he can help us overcome those personality traits, those negative things. And it may be that you can find an older godly man who will come alongside him and mentor him and encourage him. We're going to pray for that to happen. Thank you so much for calling us, Carla. Well, it's important that we understand what schizophrenia is and also how to encourage, minister to, and reach out to those who have schizophrenia and their families. Thank you, Dr. Frank Menrith. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at EncouragementLive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and LifeAudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers. Production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. Hey there, it's Carly Mercoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.